SV Pod is presented by DraftKings. Coming up today, Gonzaga head basketball coach Mark Few. Also want to remind everybody about the Woj Pod. Nobody breaks news like Adrian Wojnarowski. He's got everything you need to know about the NBA. Download and subscribe to the Woj Pod and the SV Pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Honda Classic's right around the corner, and even though the trophy is reserved for the winner, obviously, the big cash prizes don't have to be. With at least $500,000 up for grabs, there's no better time to try one-week fantasy golf at DraftKings. It's easy to play. Just pick six golfers under the $50,000 salary cap before the tournament tees off. Then sit back and follow the action. The more red numbers they have on the leaderboard, the closer you'll be to winning some green. Rack up points for pars, birdies, finishing position, and more. And DraftKings will also be running a huge fantasy golf contest where the top prize is at least $100,000. Download the DraftKings app or go to DraftKings.com before tee-off on Thursday and select your golfers. Use code SVP at sign-up to play for at least $500,000 in prizes. That's code SVP and enter the fantasy golf contest for at least $500,000 in prizes only at DraftKings. $10 entry. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. SV Pod Episode 5. We never got the artwork changed, so we'll just live with SV Pod. All right. That's fine with me. See, it seems like there's there's been some been some merchandising with the other. Oh. I have right. some stickers. We got, we got I've got like seven hundred stickers up at my desk right now. Let's I would like SV some Pod. of those stickers. People like stickers. People I'll, love stickers. I'll give them to my kids. Oh, that's what I was just gonna say. Kids love them. Kids love stickers. So let's just we'll live with that. Nice. It's so it's SB Pod number five. Stanford Steve is alongside. We're gonna have a conversation with Mark Few in a bit. Uh, one of the very best teams in college basketball. Uh, I think it's interesting how, and I'm going to ask him about this. Like we talked last week about San Diego State, who you and I both watched against Air Force. Mm-hmm. They did not miss shots late. Took the took the trip to Covertown. That was in at, at altitude against Air Force. Um, but I wonder if they're dealing with what Gonzaga used to, which is a little bit of like pushback. Of, eh, I don't know about them. They play out west. League's not that good. Gonzaga doesn't deal with that anymore. Like they've. They're a known entity. You, when you do what they've Absolutely. done for 20 years, you've, you've earned benefit of the doubt. Earned it. Uh, so we'll have a conversation with him. Also, a we'll, uh, little story time about the trip to Champaign. Yeah. Dirty Terps went out west. Midwest. Midwest. Well, it's west from College Park. True. Got a dub. Took a while to get a slice of pizza. We got that finished um, late. Got a win. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, family's out of town, which means your How boy. How about you? Well, I am solo in the house, and let me tell you what I did on Saturday. I started watching college hoop with Seton Hall, Villanova, and I kept going until it was St. Mary's and Gonzaga, although I did not need to watch that one for long. No, you did not. Because Gonzaga went into St. Mary's and won by 30. And St. Mary's isn't maybe as good as they were even last year, but they're still not. They're still second best in the West and the WCC up till that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, at halftime, it was pretty obvious the the way that was going to go. Uh, but I watched a ton of college basketball, and that was good fun. It was taking me back to my bachelor days. I don't think I had a fruit or a vegetable. I was just going to say, what's the meal intake? What's going on? What's in the refrigerator, DoorDash? What we do went, we got? We went uh, pickup, delivery. I, had, I drank a 1,004 Diet Cokes, obviously. Both the tall the and the ones. small. Little we got to get the bigger ones for when you really want one, and then the little ones you just—it's an all-day thing. Yeah. I went to Chipotle and did it first. Uh oh. Triple chicken. What? Yeah. 
I said, white rice, black beans, triple chicken. Guy didn't even blink. He just t- took that big-ass spoon, one, two, three. Is it because you saw it was fresh, good chicken in the in the pot? Came right off the grill. There you go. Came right off the grill. Good for you. Triple chicken. Don't go triple chicken. All right? Too much chicken? Way too much. Just It's too much food, man. It's too much food. I was ambitious. Uh, don't Triple chicken is excessive. Uh, Did you eat it there? No. Took it home. Let the cheese melt on top. Double bag that thing. It held it from the bottom. Held it from the bottom. <laughs> Veteran move. It's like mom used to tell Veteran you. move. Then uh, Sunday was National Pizza Day, so we ordered a pie, local pie spot. I'll give them a pop. Luna Pizza. Love okay. it. You love it. Love it. And uh, it was so bad that I woke up on Monday and I drove to the local grocery station and I bought two things of strawberries and blueberries just so I could make a Tupperware bowl full of fruit so that when I go to the fridge, when I open it, it's like I guilt myself into just – there's a spoon on top of it because I'm living straight bachelor life. Absolutely. And I just take the spoon, stand at the fridge, and eat a couple spoonfuls of strawberries and blueberries because my body – I feel like my body is trying to say, hey, buddy, you're a middle-aged man. Like, let's get some nutrients. Something. Some intake of something that's not processed food. <laughs> so that's pretty much like, hey, did you go out? No. I just watched sports and ate not well. And it was glorious. There you go. It was glorious. Need those days. Every once in a while. Once in a while. But you know yeah. what? You know, then this is like your little awe moment. You know what? You know how it is. Yeah. Miss, you miss him. Absolutely. My guy hit me on FaceTime with, I really miss you, daddy. And I just, boom, instant tear, like real. I, it's just because I felt that. Because I miss my guys. And I'm, I miss my girls. And you miss where they were. So, they are also, you know, like they're down, they're down in, in the sunshine in Florida. And it's, we're not. But, um, Watch, what else was on the TVs? I, did you watch XFL? I did. I watched parts of every game. How about that? What do you got for me on that? Here's the deal. Talking to people that I know, I know a couple guys that work for the XFL. The goal was fun. They want the games to be fun. They want people watching to, to be fun. I think they crush that. It's fun, man. It really is. You got guys out there that knowing they're getting paid. Uh, they're having fun. They're It's it's. It's every cut list. Like when you look at final cuts of the NFL season at what last week in August, right around there, mm-hmm. it's all those names. And if you're a college football fan, you know a lot of those names. And the rules, I think, are are really interesting. The kickoff is fascinating to me. I agree. Um, I think the kickers were a lot better than I thought they were going to be. I think that's where you're going to see a bump uh, as far as field goal. I saw some guys, you know, banging them out there. Um, Hey man, watch us. We got field goal banging <laughs> and uh, banging field goals. There, I mean, you touched on one big thing: the one, uh, the review. Great. That 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 that. Cliff's notes are the one big thing. Is that the NFL? I'm sure is watching because they're curious. All right, what do you guys are doing? they? Yeah, every every business they have people for them watching. Listen, when when other networks launched and t- try to turn our lights off here, yep. right? Then, we, of course, you pay attention. All right, what are they doing? I mean, a lot of Martin business anymore. Um, but that's fine. You know, they talk their talk, and and now that you know they're not they're not on. Yeah, this mic works. Okay, this one's plugged in. All due respect. I mean, listen. You know, if you you come at the king, you best not miss. So you had it on. I had it on, and the NFL is going to pay attention because you'd be you'd be you'd be negligent if mm-hmm. you didn't pay attention to what is going on. In, in, and it's not even really a competing league, but you want to see what are they doing that our consumers might think, ooh, that's good. And I'll tell you right now, having a camera inside the room with people 
that are doing the review, instantly I'm like, oh, that's that's what you want. Because if I'm, and I'll take the Saints fans out of it because they just think the NFL's out to get them. Just, I, I, look, okay, I'm a Redskins fan. There's a review in the Redskins-Giants game. Did Saquon Barkley fumble or not? All right, well, I want to know. Like, so I'm in there with River on, and they're going, ah, I can't, I don't have an angle. Give me the other angle. That process is legitimately interesting. And having access to it only helps for, I hate the word transparency, but but that's the word we use now. Mm-hmm. But that's what it gives you. It, it doesn't, as opposed to just the idea of, like looking up at a booth in like a darkened window in secrecy and people with earpieces and like, no, no, like come on in here. Look, like see, see right there. You can see the knees not down. The ball's out. We're going to, we're going to reverse this call. We're going to give the ball to so-and-so. That's, that's brilliant. That's, br- I don't need the interviews with players in game. I don't need that. That, that that's, that, that's fine. That's to me, that's yep. more window dressing. And I'm not knocking like the McAfee's. Pat's funny and he's going to be genuinely funny. There's other ways for him to be in broadcast and be funny. If it was like an NFL game, that's fine. Yep. But I, I'm telling you right now, that one is the one that people are going to go, hey, man. Because I, I said on on one big thing, the first time you saw the first down line, the first time you saw a game that had a score bug, you're thinking, how did we ever not have this? <laughs> and I'm thinking that you're going to feel like, having seen it now, if you don't have that, that that is a miss. Now, I just don't know how compelled the NFL is going to be to let people in on that process. And if they don't, then they need to just answer a simple question. Why? What would be the objection? I can't think of one. Well, we can't have you in on a big... Because why? Because you don't want us to know that you guys kind of don't know what you're doing? I mean, I'm not saying you don't know why, but if you don't let us in, then, I, then I'm starting to think, like, what are people doing shots? What, have got fireball in there? You guys doing fireball? I mean, I'm kidding, obviously, but I'm not. Like, why wouldn't you want people in on that? Beyond that, I, I'm not going to act like I care, because I don't, about the league. I mean, I'm, I don't have an investment literal or figurative what if you talk to a guy that says he has it he's got a tip like well you know that so you know that one team's got the yeah they were they were out late well then fine you're gonna watch that information all right information is important i'm just saying a brand new league that's been around for one week you you don't have enough time to to create emotional equity with anybody um but you hit the nail on the head Cole Kublick was on with us. He said the ball is going to be good. Mm-hmm. All right. So if the level of play is pretty good, if there are names we know, people, oh, I remember that guy. He played for so-and-so. Aaron Murray, yeah, that guy yeah. from Georgia. Connor Cook, yeah, Michigan State. Okay, Cardell Jones, Ohio State. I mean, of course, we, we, we know those guys' names. If the ball's good, names we know, and it's fun, sure, people people will turn up. And the ratings were really good. It'll be interesting to see week two yep. what where things go because then, and I said this on SportsCenter too, I think now since so there's available – the information is available to so many people that just like if like a movie has a huge opening, people are like, wow, that's a, that movie did great. I'll go see it. Maybe they, maybe they aren't. Seriously, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, that, but that, if a movie tanks, movie has an opening like, oh, God, nobody went to see that movie. No one's thinking, oh, I got to go see it. Like Parasite won uh, the other night at the Look uh, at Oscars. You. Well, my first thought was I want to see Parasite. And people, like the cheers for that guy winning and that movie winning were such that I was like, well, I, I, that's People love this movie. I should see it. But again, three kids, not a lot of movies seen in the house, unless it's got Chase, Sky, Zuma, Ryder. How is Mayor Humdinger still in power? He's a terrible person. (laughs) How's a mayor with a chicken still in power? She's just running around with a chicken, always getting into trouble. Like, I don't understand either of the people in power in that, in, in Paw Patrol. Back to the analogy. 
if the ratings are good again week two, then people that haven't seen it are going to think, wow, people are watching this. I'll watch it. That's what happens. Yeah. People that are, are on the fence or aren't, don't have a reason to not watch will watch just to see what all the fuss is about. It's like Rosillo always telling you to watch The Wire and you never watch The Wire. I, it's hard to invest that much time. You just feel like it feels hopeless. That's why watching the Office BBC version was oh. easy. Two seasons. You're in and you're out. I have a question right. for Steve. Did you bet on any game? Did I bet on the game? Yeah, any of the XFL yeah. games. How'd you do? Winner. Bang. Inside information. Thank you. Whoa! Why, you don't call? You weren't going to watch. You weren't interested. Hold on. Hold on. This is, you're, I'm on the spot. You had an inside tip that won, and you don't give your boy a heads up? What a kind of bull is that? You didn't want in on it. I didn't. I want to know. You who's were watching gonna, college basketball. You didn't ask. Hey, Scott, do you, you want to know? You didn't ask. Do you want to know this? You didn't X, ask. I, I have an XFL I got to reach winner. out to you? You were home for a whole weekend. You didn't call me to hang out. Phone works both ways. You could have called him. He's your boy. You hook him up with some info. Just send a little text next time. Hey, we got the we got the all right the, the DC Avengers defenders. Them, they're the, gonna win. All right. So and so told me he's on the punt team. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, give me something. All right, I'm on the all right. Scott on the spot. Scott on the spot. Here we production? go. Production. Wait, wait, wait. What is there? Yeah, we got production. Come on, this podcast is big. You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. Scott on the spot. Yeah. Scott on the spot is sponsored by DraftKings. DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at over $1 million in prizes. Download the DraftKings app and enter code SVP at sign up. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right. Ready? Yeah. Riviera Country Club this week. Oh, yeah. Genesis. Yeah. When were you there last? Uh, It's been a while. Do you remember who won? When I was there? Yeah. It was like an eight-man, pl- Robert Allenby, maybe? Okay. Who you got this week, Genesis? It's a great field. Really good field. You want the odds? Yeah, give them to me. Rory's your favorite, eight to one. John Rahm, Dustin, Justin, ten to one. Tiger, fifteen to one. Cantlay, eighteen to one. Zander. Cantlay. UCLA right. guy. Done. Played pretty well last week. Give me Cantlay. All right. Favorite Will Smith movie? Wow. Um... The wild, wild, wild West. <laughs> Not really. Not really. He was good in the men. That, that Men in Black. That first Men in Black was first fun. one. Yeah, the men first in Black. MIB. First Men in Black was fun. Um, but he, I'm trying to give you a serious answer. I'm trying to think. That movie with the zombies was kind of messed oh, up. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, that was a messed up movie. Men in Black was fun. Okay, then, but he's been in some serious roles. Like he's like an Adam Sandler type. Seven pounds, really good. Crushes the big. Crushes the box office. But then kind of gets, like, not as much critical acclaim, and then you're like, you know what? He's actually got some range. Wow, range. You're in the film industry. I took no, All right, took final one. Classes. Who is the next coach at Duke University basketball? Capel. Really? Okay. Do you disagree? No, I don't, I don't, I don't, have, a, I don't have a say. Um, I think Capel, here's the thing. Capel was huge when they became a one-and-done factory yep. and helping create relationships that K, K was the godfather. Capel will create the relationship. You bring him to the godfather, you kiss the ring, and you commit. And then it becomes self, it becomes self-sustaining in a sense. Like now yeah. everybody wants to go there, be part of the brotherhood, yada, yada. If, if Capel can turn Pittsburgh into a respectable program, which I believe he's going to do, 
Then he shows, okay, he's done it in the ACC, and he's one of them. So, I mean, he checks a lot of the boxes that you, I think you're going to want. I think I think the longer Brad Stevens is in the NBA, you just pass on the idea that he's going to come back to the college game and, and go be at Duke. Um, but here's the thing. they will When's have, it? Pardon me? When? When is like when are they going to get a new coach? That's well, the biggest question. Well, they you know? put, Monday night, uh, Florida State and Duke played, and Leonard Hamilton and Mike Shashevsky are both on the other side of seventy, and neither one of them seems like they've aged in ten years. I mean, they just don't get older. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the that's the real question. Yeah. Look, Coach Hopkins was the coach in waiting at Syracuse. He had to leave Syracuse because Beheim it's it's still going. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hop's been in Washington, it feels like, for a decade at this point. It hasn't been. <laughs> I think this year for him after yeah. Green got hurt feels like it's been a decade. Yeah. But I, I, it's – look, as long as Kay enjoys it, I mean, you've got – that thing is humming. They're just – they're they're going to get the best guys every single year. Our guy won't get a call? Who? Coach Bray? No. No? No. Uh. No, man, he's good. He just you – know. What about Billis? You're, so your first gig is at Duke? Yeah. No. All right. Now he's gonna, he's gonna be the czar of college basketball. They're gonna create a position, and he's in charge of it. <laughs> Seriously, actually, that wouldn't pay as well as Duke. Hmm. It, I mean, it's actually a fascinating question because there's like, who's who's the next coach in Alabama football? Everyone just says Dabo. Who's the next coach in North Carolina basketball? I don't know. It's crazy, huh? I think, I think, I mean, like people are going to go. Well, this year you're closer to finding out the answer at Carolina, but they got like four McDonald's All Americans yeah, next year. Wait till next in. year. All right, never ends there. They are not going to be a one seed this year. Gonzaga, they might be. Actually, I'm going to just pencil them in right now. Gonzaga is going to be a one seed for more than 20 years. Mark Few has been the head coach at Gonzaga, and during that time, they've gone from being the darlings of America that pull off some upsets that made some people happy and. Guy sitting next to me, maybe not so happy. We'll get to that. To what they've become, which is a brand that recruits internationally and is an understood power. They are they are a blue blood. They really are. Kansas, Kentucky, Carolina, Duke, like blue blood programs. Gonzaga, that's what they've become. Mark Few is going to join us right now. Mark Few, head coach of Gonzaga for more than 20 years now, joins us. And coach, you're in the middle of that coveted week-long break in the middle of you know conference play, but given the fact that the last time you played on the road against a rival, you won by thirty. I wonder did it did it come at the wrong time, or is it always just sort of let's take a week, let's take a week and kind of re- recharge a little bit? Nah, hey, listen, in lieu of uh, uh, where we're at uh, health-wise and numbers-wise, it couldn't come at any better time. I mean, any break we can get in the season. Physically and, as you know, this time of year, mentally, man, right. just players need to recharge, coaches need to recharge, and uh, and in some instances, everybody just needs to get away from each other for 24 <laughs> hours or 48 <laughs> hours, and, and that's okay. Sure, I mean, um, I think that's the, the family <laughs> dynamic of any team in any sport where you're together from, you know, the, the late summer until hopefully the early spring, and, you know, a little time away is, is maybe valuable, but... Look, I watched that game the other night, and and St. Mary's is good, and that place is a tough place yeah. to play. And I, I feel like you've played a lot of really good games this year, all right, where you guys just dust yeah. people. But I don't know that I've seen you be sharper than that to be up, you know, thirty on the road against them. Is that about as good as as you got in terms of playing to the ceiling? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we hit our first, I think, 14 shots. Somebody told me 14. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's definitely as good as we got. But I think kind of lost in all uh, of that, uh, you know, superlative performance on the offensive end by my guys was St. Mary's is like a top five offensive efficiency team. I mean, nationally. And what we were able to do in that first half, and actually for, you know, the first 35 minutes or so, uh, uh, was as big a story, I think, as just our our offensive uh, execution and and making shots. I mean, we really shut down a really, really potent, efficient offensive team. And and, uh, I I was proud of our guys uh, on that side of the floor also. So it's February, and this is what you guys are. You've only lost once, and I don't care what you're ranked because, I mean, you're trending towards having a one next to your name in the tournament, which is the most important thing. But but what's interesting to me, and, and we were getting into this a little bit before you, we started recording the tape, was from September to now, if I told you this is who you'd be in February, it doesn't sound like you'd believe me. What what happened from the fall until now, Mark? Uh, you know what? It is It is – just a great example of a group of guys, and, and I don't want to sound cornball here, but I mean just literally coming together with just a, uh, a really strong conviction and belief in themselves. And and also, you know, like Jay Wright and I talk about this all the time, you know, through USA Basketball, we really got to get to know each other really well. And uh I mean, the culture, our culture at Gonzaga is really strong, as it is at Villanova. And I think our, our culture really kind of has shined brightly through all this. And these guys have 100% buy-in out of everybody. And, and uh, you know, the fact, I think we have, we're the only team in America, maybe it's got seven guys averaging double figures. And our, our balance and the way we move the ball and share it and, and uh, collectively you know, get it done, but also individually just bring something different. Every guy brings something different to the table as, as, has really, uh, worked with these guys. And, and, and let me tell you, these dudes deserve all the credit. Cause as we were sharing before we got on here, like I didn't see it in September. <laughs> uh, well, I've a... lost all credibility with my wife, my assistants, my fishing buddies, everybody. They're just rolling their eyes at me now whenever I say something like that. Is there a, sort of this aha moment, a eureka moment where you're, you're in practice yeah. or you're at a dinner? Or is, is there something that happens? Like a, Maybe it could, it could even be spurred like from a fight. And I'm looking at my guy Stanford Steve, who's you know part of a Rose Bowl team at Stanford. And he's talked about the moments where you're not, you're not always in love with each other. But is there a moment where guys realize, you know what? Let's stop f-ing around and let's figure this out because we got enough to add up to be the title, like title contenders. Is there something that happens, Mark? First of all, I think it was probably my problem more than anything. You know, I was comparing this team, you know, to a team that had basically two lottery picks, a fifth-year point guard who started like three thousand games for us. You know, and was right. had been here forever. A, a, a sharp shooting, just confident, just gunslinger two guard you know who uh is in the g league now and and uh and it wasn't fair this team's just different but i was holding them to kind of that talent standard and and yet you know this isn't this game involves talent obviously but there's also the beauty of basketball is there's just just this teamwork and this working together and and how it all gels and the the moment for me scott was like we were 
like, we're going to go scrimmage Michigan State. They were preseason number one. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, I seriously thought about calling Tom and just saying, hey, man, let's just – we'll stay here. We were meeting in Denver. And I'm like, I don't want to waste your time because, I mean, you guys are preseason number one, and we're just not even close to where we've been. And You smoked We went out you? there and fared really, really well. Yeah, I heard you crushed them. Standing him. there during that game going, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Simple so that was simple. it. That was the moment. All right. So, yeah. More from Mark Few in just a moment. But first, every night, local police departments across America receive hundreds of calls from burglar alarms. The vast majority of the time, they have no idea whether the alarm is real. Is there really a crime going on or not? All the alarm company can tell is the motion sensor went off. Simply Safe Home Security is different. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. That means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's 24-7 monitoring by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself, no tools needed, or Simply Safe can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Visit simplysafe.com slash SVP. You'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash SVP so they know our show sent you. That's simplysafe.com slash SVP. Coach, I, I have to, you know, think about you guys. Scott mentioned this past Saturday. You guys coming out with all your, you know, your, the pristine gear. You got your black uniforms. But I want to go way back. I want to go 21 years back before Gonzaga was the navy blue and looked good. Um, I didn't really, as you can imagine, I didn't have a lot of girlfriends in college. But you, <laughs> man, you broke my heart in 1999 at Key Arena oh, against that Stanford yeah. team. And, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I couldn't, my roommate was a captain. I couldn't say anything. I watched you guys all year that year, but like Richie Fromm and yeah. Casey, like when yep. it all started, you know, that was the run. You guys ended up getting beat by Phoenix, uh, in Phoenix by, by UConn that wins the title. But I just, like, yeah. I, I can't ever get that game out of my mind. And when you think about that, like, you know, you're the assistant there. You're the, you're the guy I'm, I would imagine scouting everything. But when you think back yeah. to 99 Gonzaga, the light blue uniforms, you know, maybe not yep. even on a sneaker deal. <laughs> what, what, no. what, 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 what comes to mind that, you know, like, the, is it guys coming back? Like, what means the most to you knowing that you've been here all this time and had such great accomplishments? The, one of the cool things is all those guys are still around here. Yeah. Pat Santangelo is oh, here in town and God, runs threes. the most successful three-on-three tournament in the whole world called Hoop Fest. And Richie right. Fromm's a realtor here in town, and he still comes around. Uh, Casey Calvary's here in town. Uh, all those guys still live in town, and, and like so many of our guys uh, – uh, move back here, Steve. Yep. And it's just like the greatest aspect of this whole program is Adam Morrison's our radio mm. guy. Yeah, now. I saw that the and, other day. That's awesome. And uh, uh, just all of them had such a great experience here. I was telling somebody the other day, like, I can't believe how many coaches, and, you know, and I, I, this isn't, I'm not judging here, but I'm like, miss out on, to me, this is the greatest, coolest part of this gig is like 
having all your former players, you know, texting with Rui, texting with Brandon Clark, you know, Jeremy Pargo, there's a name from the past. Him and Norvell just got called up yeah, on 10 days. We were watching last night. <laughs> and they're both from, uh, you know, the neighborhood in the south side of Chicago. And, and uh, I mean, it's just awesome to be able to watch that and share that. And, and I think when you bounce around from job to job and whatever, and, look, people have to do that. I, I've been blessed to not have to do that. I just think that's the coolest part of this thing by far. You had to be you know? pretty happy. And, and, and in true fairness to you and all that, I mean, that that's a tough gig. You had to – I mean, I think Stanford was the second seed. They had to play the Sags in Seattle. That's and, exactly what and, I was just going to ask. I was looking at the brackets come out. Tough. Two seeds got to play yeah. a Gonzaga in Seattle. So um, it yeah. took a while from a lot of stories of Andy Katz and Scott and telling me how good of a guy you were. But I forgive you. I forgive you. You're, I always root I, for I, you. I would have been the same way as you. It would have been a long time for me to get over that bitterness. Yeah. And now, Fuey, from the, the beginning of when it became, you know, a local program that started to have some reach, the makeup of your roster fascinates me. You have guys from Texas and Washington and Oregon. And then you have guys from Lithuania, Mali, yeah. France, Serbia, Russia. I mean, it's become a global brand with a reach around the world as a destination for these these best international players. How how did you go about cultivating that? How did this happen that this is where so many of these bright, talented internationals see as this beacon? I want to go there and play for him. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Roni Turioff was our first one, and it just went – he had such a remarkable experience here and moved on to play in the NBA that I think the the beauty of uh, recruiting over there and, and they don't have the, the predetermined uh, – you know, propaganda that we all deal with. I mean, I still hear about it, like blue bloods and stuff. Like, I mean, what the hell is a blue blood like right now? <laughs> you are. You, you know you, what I mean? You, like, well, you've become one. Seriously. Well, but that we, I get what you're saying. Say that, no, you but I, I, I mean, get. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. You know what? And so it, the the European kids or the kids, you know, not from the US, they don't have any of that. So they just look at these programs like, well, wow, you guys win all the time. Go to the NCAA tournament. You're rank really high you're on espn you and you prepare guys for the nba what more could anyone want where you know some american kids are brought up with oh man you got to play in the acc you got to play in that you know and what are you doing and all that and they don't have that they're just looking to hoop and get developed and and be in a great culture where they're going to get taken care of and that's it and so uh when you got roni going back and saying what a great experience he had and then also actually exemplifying it, not just talking about it. And it, it, you know, we, we have a great reputation over there. I have a, an assistant coach. I mean, that's just been phenomenal over there. He's developed a great network and knows when he's wasting his time and when he isn't. Cause a lot of those guys, as you know, are pros already. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times people, when they want to go over recruiting over there, they're just wasting their time because those kids are already destined to go, pro so there's a little bit of a game of figuring out well who's really serious about going to college and, and you know and, and who isn't and so uh uh we've been fortunate to do that uh, have a great run of those guys think about us a bonus think of the year domus is oh, having right now man. he's just a monster uh it's been it's been fun i bet and, been, and it's, it's funny fun. Look, listening to steve complain about stanford having to play against you guys in seattle and i think back to you in 2008 you're a seven, and they they did you a big fat favor and sent you to North Carolina 
in Raleigh to play Davidson, which is I'm just like, yeah. how, how the hell does how does a tournament committee do you guys like that? And I feel like since then, obviously lots changed. You, you come, you know, a possession or two away from winning a title, and now I feel like you guys have earned benefit of the doubt. You've earned it, and I feel like I'm guilty right now, Fuey, of applying to San Diego State what I think people did to you for a lot of years, where I just am like, I don't know how how good they are. And I'm not saying they're not good, because I watched them play against Air yeah. Force the other day, and I don't think they missed a three in the last couple of minutes. I, I, if you don't lose a game, I know you're good. But but do, yeah. you, do you feel like maybe they're fighting some of that not power conference, west of the Mississippi, sort of East Coast bias that maybe people like me, I'm, I'm trying to be honest and own it, maybe that, that that they have to fight against that in the way you guys used to have to fight against it? A hundred percent, I think. And, you, you know, it's compounded by, you know, unless you stay up as late as you two do back there, <laughs> right. nobody really gets to see those games. And, and But then you watch, like, you know, a dude like Malachi Flynn, and you're like, uh, he's pretty good now. Yep. Yeah. And um, certainly, yeah, I don't care if you go undefeated anywhere. I mean, right. that's an accomplishment. The Mountain West is no joke either. Those are those are tough arenas and it's tough travel. Those where you're going to Wyoming or New Mexico or you know those are places that take a lot of pride in in basketball and some of them have some great traditions and, and uh, but I, I think you know I haven't been in the tournament now long enough. You know and I don't know how it seems like it's played like 150 games in or something now. Jesus. Even though that's not. <laughs> True, I know. I mean, that's an exaggeration, but not by a whole it feels lot. like it. Yeah. Every game's worth like seven. It's like dog years or something. And uh, uh, I mean, it just kind of, it all kind of comes around and evens out, you know. And I, you, you get to the point where like the committee can only try to do so many things, and then there's just these weird little nuances that happen that are way out of their control and all that. And, and, and including, like, I know, and you kind of alluded to this, like a number one seed. No, one seeds are fine, but, you know, two seeds are great, too, and whatever, you know. So you, you kind of, as a coach, you want to just get playing and not get too caught up in the seeding. And if ever there was a year to not really worry so much about seeding, yeah, man, it would true. be this year. Cause yeah. It's just a throw them all in a jar and shake it out. <laughs> well, <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Coach, I, I just think as much of a compliment as I could give is growing up in the nineties in Connecticut, early nineties in Connecticut, and Big Monday always being a triple header. You had to stay up to watch UNLV, and that's what you guys yeah. have become. And I think San Diego State to to a newer frame is that you had and when Gonzaga's on late, you got to stay up and watch it back east. At least that's how I feel. But I also want to uh, just get, pick your brain here, uh, a little off topic. Uh, I remember yeah. back in the day when you would call into Andy Katz and Mel Kuyper's radio show when I was producing, and I know you're a big football fan, and you were always picking yeah. Mel, Mel's brain about the draft. I remember I think one year you were a big D- Dwayne Jarrett fan at USC. <laughs> uh, what, who's your Who's your guy this week? Is there a quarter or this year in the draft? You You a Herbert guy? You believe it? Uh, I mean, I went to Oregon, and I and ironically, I got my start coaching right at the high school he was at Sheldon High School, wow. and, and uh, I, I mean. So I know people that know him. I guess just a, it sounds like he's just an off the charts uh, guy and and uh, really humble, but yet just really really squared away. And clearly, he had a great year and it was pretty cool. He had enough confidence in himself to uh, uh, to come back. Uh, but man, oh man, uh, that that LSU thing was impressive <laughs> this year. <laughs> Joe Burrow. <laughs> I don't know how you couldn't like those dudes and and. Uh, and and him and that whole story. So and and 
you know, and, and I, I really enjoyed watching Clemson. I thought Clemson was just a heck of a, uh, a team, and that win they had over Ohio State was yeah was uh, something. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm keeping not as close an eye on it, probably too caught up in all this stuff going on with us. But uh, uh, it's good when the NFL finally gets over and everybody can just kind of start focusing on college ball. There I think I used to give you guys grief over that too. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're, 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 but you know that you know that me and Steve and Rusillo back in the day. I mean, you know, we we more than a lot of folks probably here. We're, we're immersed in it from the very beginning, and we've been watching yeah. you for years, and we've been watching you since mm-hmm. the fall. And you talk about talking to Jay Wright, and and you've you have gotten as right at your toes right up to the line and all you got to do is bust through. Is there anything that you've talked to him about or or that you guys at that level have shared about what it is what's the difference between being the the, the team that has the parade and the team that's just 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 on the on the short end of the stick by the by the fraction and and what's the difference in any of that? Is there any sort of secret sauce? Uh, I mean, we do talk about that uh, and uh, my other really really good friend or I mean a Obviously, there's like a bunch of good buddies out there, but another close friend of mine is Billy Donovan, and coaching with him in USA Basketball and and hanging out. And, and I don't know, I think it would just surprise people what they say. It's just like, you know, the next day happens, and it's, it was almost like the greatest interview ever. Not ever. You guys have had so many, you two, but Ed Orgeron, I think I'm just going to go get a bologna sandwich <laughs> or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean... It literally kind of, I mean, I even think like when we finally got over the hurdle to go to a Final Four, it was just me and Marcy and, hey, we got back to Spokane, you want to go do something? And I, he was like, get a milkshake or a beer and let's head home. You know, and that was it. Have sandwiches um, with some boudin. Get some boudin. I don't know if that, I don't know what kind of boudin they got in Spokane. But, and you know what, I, I love hearing that, but, but Mark. That, because Those guys I, talk about that. Right. They talk about, like, you know, you just, the next day is, you just start kind of planning to try to do it all over again. And it's like, they didn't feel any different. They didn't, remember Billy telling me that, like, I didn't, there's no different. I didn't feel it wasn't any different as a coach the day before than I was the day after. So I was like, wow. Well, so. I guess that I'm glad to hear that, but at the same time, you know, I mean, people maybe, maybe people look at you differently, but you don't look at yourself any yeah. different. That that sounds like the moral. Hundred yeah. percent agree with that. I think mm. maybe the way you perceive and the way people look at you, and even the way people judge your program. But I, you know, I know speaking for myself, it'd be like, hey, I'm I'm good. <laughs> you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Let's go catch some fish, you know. <laughs> as long as you, you know, the, the deal is, and I think it's the same with you guys, as long as you know you've done everything yep. possible within your control to 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 put program, kids, players, everything, you in position to do it, and then at some point you just got to kind of like go, go, go with it, and then if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it's those – you know, if you didn't do something like, damn, I wish we would have put in our, you know, our different press break, or I wish we would have done this, or I wish we would have done that. I, mean, I can tell you, like, with the with our game against UNC, like, I walked out of that one going, and I've watched it enough, like, man, I don't know that I change anything. I don't know if I call any different sets or do anything different. It just didn't, you know, just down the stretch, it just didn't happen. Same with our game last year against Texas Tech. I mean, we put, we got the ball in the people's hands we wanted it to, and it didn't happen. They had a good last minute and a half, and we didn't. 
The beer's not going to be any colder at Jack and Dan's. You know what I mean? It's going to be just as cold and it's going to be just as free if you, if you, if you hit a bucket or if you don't, you know, that's, and I think that, yeah. I think knowing that, I swear to God, I, I think knowing that is more than half the battle. Mm-hmm. Understanding that you will be the same guy and probably not any happier. Maybe you could, you know, you could charge a few bucks and go out and work the rubber chicken circuit or whatever else, but everybody knows who you are and what your program is already. And that's one of the best in America. And that's a fact. Oh, and I, I think there's comfort in knowing, like, kind of, and hearing that from Jay and hearing that from Billy, because I think sometimes you're chasing this standard that's, um, I don't know, you know, it's not really real or whatever. And and so, again, you just kind of, you do whatever you can, and then, I mean, I take a step back to what Steve and you were talking about. I mean, come on, man. We were wearing royal blue unis (laughs) with a... (laughs) <laughs> we had one sweatsuit from Nike that we wore. Man, we wore that thing out. We were the coolest guys in the airport. You got that. You got that elite gear package now, though, right? You got elite. You got that elite package. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my box from Barry, too. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe maybe you can get it in person when you make your first appearance out here. I love now it. That we buried the hatchet. I feel like we buried the hatchet. Sure so, did. You no, know, we're good now. All right, no and you, you got a practice to run, and uh, <laughs> it, you, you're kind to share some time during a week where you get to kind of catch your breath and then hit the road to take on Pepperdine. They got some guards now. Make sure you guard those guards out there. They, they got, do. Those guys you know, can they, go. They took us down to the last minute here. They At got your place. Ballers. Yes. Uh, yes. I, 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 I watched. I watched them play Arizona earlier this year. I'm like, whoa, those guys yeah. can go. And I watched their game at your place too yeah. so you, you know what you got to do uh i appreciate you always taking the time be good uh until our paths cross all right yeah thanks guys enjoyed it and love watching you guys at night and uh it's been fun before we move on from the fewy conversation you you mentioned that that game yeah mentioned doing what his father did his father don took idaho in 1982 to the sweet 16 and now dan munson has gone saga to phoenix and for little Gonzaga University, dreams do come true. That's how it sounded. Kevin Harlan. Yep. I remember. We could play 2001 when we played you guys out in Anaheim, the Maryland. Yep. You want to do that one? Don't need that one. Nope. That was a good one. Positive. Remember that book I gave you? Positive thoughts. That's what we're doing. I got 100 from Tiger. That That's an all-timer. We were at the Players' Championship, Ugh. and and I said, it would, like 100 on Maryland-Stanford. And so... Maryland wins to go to the Final Four. Is this before or after he brought you to the ESPYs? Uh, it would be, when would that have been? March? Ooh. It was 01. Yeah. Uh, God, he was hot then, he was, too. He was the king of the, the world. Guy. Yeah, that was a fun one. Only time I ever went to the ESPYs. No, all due respect. But they, they uh, Maryland wins. He's walking to go do an interview because he's, I think he won that year. And as he walks by me, I feel something on my back pocket, and I don't know what it is. And he's got a cookie in his mouth, and he walks by, and he flips me the bird, and he goes, and you can take that one with you, too. And I look in the back pocket, and it's, it's you know, just quick hundred. So I think I, in the history of the world, I'm the only guy that's actually up money on Tiger Woods. I'm up cash no money. No way. Stewart took so much money from him. Oh, with Carolina? Stanford never beat Carolina. Mm. Never. See, but I don't know if Stuart I don't know if Stewart had the gambling bug uh, like your boy. That's See, good. Good. I was good. good I was, point. I was willing to I was willing to represent at the window on my dirty terps. <laughs> um but listen, Mark, I was gonna ask Fuey a question. The, the the pushback that you'll get with people with Gonzaga is the look at their schedule. They played Oregon, Michigan, Carolina, Washington, Arizona. They play all those teams in, in November and early December. 
And they've got a road game at BYU. But that, that, they're fine. I mean, they're a tournament team. They're more than fine. But, I mean, you, you're just not getting a whole lot of from January until you play in the tournament teams that you're you're fighting at your weight class with. Now, the argument might be they just went to St. Mary's and won by 30. Ag- ag- agreed. Mm-hmm. But you're playing somebody. You're, say you're on the one line. You're playing somebody in that second game, probably from a power conference, that at least has played similar type teams to you, and you're certainly playing somebody the first game of that second weekend that's not punching up in weight class. And that's that's where the challenge is. But, like, you heard it in talking to Mark. And, and that that's who he is, man. Yep. He just he he's good in Spokane. He wants to hang out with his buddies and fish. He knows what they are. They're a great program that puts people in the pros. And if and what's the difference between beating Texas Tech last year or losing? What possession? What's the difference in beating Carolina or losing? Whistles. That's there was some. I didn't want to bring it up with him. It's the worst officiated game ever. It wasn't great. Ah, that Carolina Duke game the other day was a little bit sketchy. That wasn't the stakes that that was. Understood, but you know, there's some there's Steve for those that don't know. He's Stanford Steve, but when it's college basketball season, he's Duke Steve, which is disgusting, grotesque. Moving on. Story time from the road in just a moment. But first, hiring is challenging, but there's only one place you could go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart, and growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner experienced how challenging hiring can be after unsuccessfully searching for a new game artist to grow her education tech company. But then she switched to ZipRecruiter and saw an immediate difference. And you can too by signing up for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash SVPod. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. And by using ZipRecruiter's screening questions to filter candidates, Gretchen found it easier to focus on the best ones, then found the right one. In fact, after posting her job on ZipRecruiter, Gretchen said she was honestly surprised she found qualified applicants so quickly and hired a new game artist in less than two weeks. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash SVPod. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash SVPOD. Shout out to the people in Champaign. Yeah. Um, I went out there last week and. Did you fly United out there? Ah, you know, we, we flew, uh, we flew. An arrangement? We had, we, we know some people. Shout out did to you, the. Did you tweet at, the, tweet at them too to get a plane? No, we did not. We, you know, wheels up Air Force. Shout out to Kenny D, my oh, guy. Better. We're, we're, we, we know some people that know some people. We made some phone calls. We did what needed to be done to arrive properly in Champaign. Um, that place, as advertised, yeah, right? it was. So it's it's the biggest. It's home snowing g- outside when you're walking it in, and then it's just it, like a. It, it wasn't Barney. It wasn't. What's a Barney? Barn heat. Oh, like, you, oh. You know, like that. No, no, no. Um, it was not snowing on the way in. It was snowing on the way out. Oh. Um, but it was for first place. They had lost on the road against Iowa, and they hadn't played all week long. So all week long, they're looking at Friday night. Here comes Maryland. Tweeting whoever, you. Whoever wins is in first place in the in the league. Friday night game. I want to say they've never had a Friday night game there. I don't know if that's true or false. But whatever the case is, you walk in there and it was on. And that building is fantastic. It is. It, they redid it. It is loud as hell. Everybody's in orange. And we had been joking on television and on social media, hey, I'm coming to town. So I walk in and, like, the students, they heckle me. <laughs> they boo me. But then I swear to God, I took a picture with every kid in the student section. Uh, I just lined up like Santa at the mall. And every kid that came up 
was kind, polite, thanked me for coming. Sober? No, no, they got they served beer in that joint. Oh my lord! See, it all makes but sense. I was there early. I was there early. Okay, but the kids are double fisting aggressively <laughs> throughout. But everybody, like, they thanked me for coming. A lot of kids took the opportunity to tell me that, hey, we're sorry for what's going to happen in the next two hours. It was twenty eight fourteen, and it was as loud as the building gets. And then the Terps didn't blink. They, you know, punched their way off the ropes. They were able to get a win, and it was neat because they're only. There, there was a very small little group that were that was there, and yeah. we we walked off the floor with them down that tunnel. And you would know this having lived it, having actually been the one in the uniform, not the old guy just cheering. What's better than going into a hostile environment where the stakes are are significant and and silencing a crowd like that? Nothing. There really isn't nothing. And so we're in this tunnel, and they're going berserk, and it was the coolest thing. And then my favorite part of the night. Is the all of the guys went into the locker room and then I went to go in the locker room, and a statey, I don't know if they call him that in Illinois, but a policeman in uniform, oh yeah, says to me, "Where's your pass?" I said, oh, "No, I'm, I'm it's good. I'm with them, sir." I said, "Yeah, just keep walking." He goes, "Where's your credential?" I said, "I I don't I really don't have a credential so much as I well then you're not then you need to leave right now." I said, "No, I'm I'm just going to go in here, sir." You're not listening to me. I will put you in handcuffs, and I will. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, did the put the hands up, like you know, my wallet's in my pocket. Get the idea. Trying to, uh, I wasn't going to do you know who I am because he clearly didn't. And, I it, di- and and by the way, it didn't matter to him. Thank to God, there was a Maryland manager that was walking right there, and he's like, "Can I just give him my pass? He's with us." He's like, "No." He's like, "Well, we have other ones." So he goes and gets them, and there was this really tense moment where I did that thing I do where I was passively aggressively <laughs> smiling at him not saying a word but I was eyeballing him like hey hey buddy <laughs> you <laughs> and I didn't say it with my mouth but I was saying it with my smile like okay this is what we're gonna do where you're gonna be you and you're gonna try to flex on me with the like clearly I that we were just jumping up and down with the team like I didn't just wander here aimlessly and by the way you have a Maryland shirt on I understand that and as I'm standing there and this guy's eyeballing me here comes a parade of people out in Illinois you're asking if we can take pictures together so I'm standing there oh. with the cop I'm taking pictures with the people this guy didn't care he doesn't care. He's waiting until I get a thing. I get my thing, and I then now I've got the proper credentials, and then I smile at the gentleman. I say, thank you so much for your hospitality. Walk into the locker room. We say our goodbyes. We get on one of them planes, and we skedaddle out of champagne with a W in our back pocket. Nice. That's how you do it. If you're going to if you're gonna make a power move and try to make, make moves and get to champagne, you need to get a win. Oh, wait. Uh, Papa Dell's. Yeah, pizza joint. I I don't want to encroach on anybody's. I'm not. I don't do pizza reviews. That's another. That's somebody else. I love. Sh- I love shtick. this. So you're out. You're out, and you're 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 thanking. I like this. We gotta get you out more. Well, look. I you gotta when you go to a place, you gotta. What's the place? And I I had an inside source that told me you gotta go to Papa Dell's. Okay. okay, I'll go to Papa Dell's. I like a deep dish pie as much as anybody. Well, at Papa Dell's, it's one thing I don't like about deep dish pizza. Go ahead. It tells you on the menu that it takes an hour and 15 minutes for the thing to be made. Bingo. And I said, where I'm from, pizza doesn't, cost, it doesn't take an hour and 15, man. We, we got a short time here. Game's tipping. So, But we order. 
And it's like, we're an hour deep, and they're like, it's going to be at least another 45. I'm like, where? where Liars. I, well, I think they were backed up. It was game day traffic. Uh, biggest game in however many years. And so the long and the short of it is we settled up. I'm like, we can't wait. Like, just give it to whoever. We'll pay for it. I mean, we ordered it. We'll pay for it. Just give it to somebody else. There's a guy in a Terp shirt that's there, and he was with a guy in an Illinois shirt. In exchange for pictures, we got slices. <laughs> so I'm out there hoeing myself out. Am I allowed to say that? Just Don't beep it. Oh, I did. I'm hoeing myself out for slices at Papadell's for pictures, which, by the way, I'm happy to take pictures with anybody that was yes, very you kind. Are. But let me let me tell you, it's uh it's a sausage pie. It's very good. It was one slice. I wanted way more. I was starving. But one slice of that, you're a second would have incapacitated me. Like it is a, there's a, a lot happening there. It's a very a lot going on in thick, there. doughy, but not gross dough. Cheesy. Go- very cheesy, <laughs> sausagey. I'm all I'm pro Papadels. You just got to figure out your oven situation. <laughs> You got to either you got to get them expand, yeah, hotter ovens, or you need more ovens so that the hour and fifteen doesn't turn into two hours because ain't nobody got two hours to wait on a friggin' pizza. Um, so there you go. That was uh that was the Illinois trip. Where are you going next? Um, uh, I'm going to Maryland for the Michigan State game. No more. You want to go to Indy for the Big Ten? Yeah, that's a good one. You know, Maryland loses in the first round every year, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, cross it off then. All right, we're gonna pass on going to Indy. Although Indy, that's your that's a great town for great big events. Place. I think I'm gonna go to the Pac-12 tournament. Vegas. Yeah. Last time you went there, we got a video out of it. Yep. We'll and see. It's the last time we won a game there too. We'll see you tomorrow night. Was the, was the was the battle cry from a Stanford Steve? Over under on beers you had that day. You were the last game. What's the number? <laughs> Twenty eight and a half. Uh, that's a good number. That's a good number. <laughs> Very push. good number. Push. Can't pu- actually, you can't push. There's a half. We'll just say, under. Well, under, uh, under. 28's yeah. a lot of beers, bro. You're yeah, not, we had to get ready for the game. You're not Andre the Giant. No. All right, the podcast is over. Uh, I hope everybody has a nice week. Um, we're tapping out. We're going we're gonna to put our toes in the sand next week. We'll see you. Tell your friends. Yeah, tell what? We're off. Yeah, so don't. We, we'll be back in a little bit. Just listen to this podcast again next yeah, week. Yeah, just, you know, if you miss us, just listen to the, you know. Travel, travel, story time, things of that nature. Um, Okay. Bye. The SV Pod is presented by DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports.